Pastor Xavier Reese and the foundational support that stabilizes families. The biblical worldview that honors parents is very, very clear. By recognizing that they are of great value to my life and not to ruin my life as a child or a young adult, they're a gift to me by God. By recognizing that what they do and say is because they love me and they want to protect me. By recognizing the time to care for them when they get older, you honor them. Welcome to Simple Truths, the daily half-hour study of God's Word with Xavier Reese, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. It's through this, the fifth commandment, that a child begins to develop faith, obeying without fully understanding why. If a child can learn to trust his parents without always understanding, he begins building the foundations for trusting God. Pastor Xavier continues now our Simple Truth series of the Ten Commandments with a study titled, The Scriptural View of Parents. Let's listen. Children today are taught and encouraged to trust in their rights rather than respecting and being accountable to their parents, especially with all the agencies to ensure the rights of children. The International Year of the Child was an executive order of President Carter, if you remember, 1979, which marked the 20th anniversary of the Child's Bill of Rights, adopted in 1959 by the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization. Though some children do need protection from adults who would want to harm them and abuse them, the problem is how the bill has come in to be interpreted and how it's applied during these last years. Godly, good, moral parents, Christian, non-Christians, are victimized and they're guilty. And the trauma that's put to the children and everything else. Some of you have gone through this. The humanists of our day are attempting to protect children by liberating them from the following. I am quoting from White House Conference on Children Report to the President, 1970. This is their documents. Listen carefully. First, regarding traditional moral values. Listen carefully. Quote, The real solution requires a fundamental change in the value commitment and the actions of the persons who control the public and private sector of our common life. They're talking about parents. Their recommendations were daycare centers, programs that would have over 8,000 hours to teach the children values, fears, beliefs, and behaviors. Theirs, not God. Page 278. Parental authority, quoting, we recommend that laws dealing with the rights of parents be re-examined and changed when they infringe on the rights of children, one of these being a limit of parents to spank or discipline their children and many others. The child should be protected from practices which may foster racial, religious, or any other form of discrimination. Principle 10 of the United Nations Declaration of Rights of Children. In other words, you have no right to teach your children about Christianity or other religions. They can, they can and will be removed from your house so that there is no forced influence of religion. That's a law. It's not being implemented straight across, but it's a law. Nationalism, patriotism. The recommendation was that schools should use the means they prescribe to combat family experiences that favor the attitude of patriotism and nationalism. You get rid of God, you get rid of parents, and you get rid of patriotism. 
in which you have a socialism, a hair away from communism. Schools and the media teach that there is no absolute right or wrong anymore. Relativism is the rule, making every person the judge of their own standard. And now it's being mandated by laws in many areas in life. The most evident being the immoral relationships that are being passed off as living together, homosexuality, bisexuality, all being presented as alternate lifestyles that are to be tolerated and accepted and they will be punished by law sooner or later, redefining marriage and the family. The schools have accomplished their goal through their indoctrination of America's last 40 years. You say, what does it have to do with the fifth commandment? Everything. As we continue our series in the, in the fifth commandment, it is one that's laid out in a threefold fashion once again. It has to do with children honoring their parents. And the attack of society is to indoctrinate children to disrespect and to move away from parents. It's real simple. Let me read here. Chapter 20, verse 12. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. The proclamation of the fifth commandment comes first. Second, the injunction for the fifth commandment. And then we have the location to live out the fifth commandment. So the proclamation, the injunction, and the location. It just falls. One, two, three. The proclamation of the fifth commandment. Listen to it very carefully. Honor your father and your mother. The fifth commandment is the first of the second table of the law. The second table deals with man's relationship with man, righteousness, the horizontal plane we talked about. The table deals with the right conduct of man, how he deals with other men and women in society. The first table of the law is man's relationship to God. The source of the second, that vertical, dictates the horizontal. The vertical being the priority, having the proper understanding about God and belief about God. If you have a proper view of who God is, then you respond to one another right. If your, if your concept and perspective about God is tweaked, then your conduct towards each other will be tweaked. You understand? The horizontal plane is the product of knowing the truth about God. Now, the fifth commandment is the only positive commandment in the second table of the laws you've seen. The fifth commandment is the second positive commandment of the ten, they back to back, the last of the first and the first of the second. The first being the fourth and the first table of law, keeping the Sabbath day. And the fifth commandment here is a parallel to the fifth commandment. You can't miss it. God is the author of life, man, and now the parents are the author of their children's life. God is the authority over man, and so parents are over the authority of their children. The first commandment is the foundation of the next three, an extension of the first. You'll have no other God before me. The fifth commandment, to honor parents, is the foundation of the next four, the extension of the fifth. Shall not murder, commit adultery, steal, bear false witness, covet. Now notice that the fifth commandment deals with the Judeo-Christian understanding of a God-ordained marriage and family. One genetic male. Genetic male. The first man was called Adam. The first man was the husband of Eve. Adam. The first man, Adam, lived in the Garden of Eden. That was his address. Under God's laws. One genetic female. The first woman was Eve. This first woman 
was married to Adam under the authority of her husband. One or more genetic sons or daughters also constitutes the family in Genesis. The first son of Adam and Eve was Cain, then came Abel. There were daughters also that came. Many of them are not given by name, but the implication is because Cain married one of his sisters. Genesis 4, 17. Nobody else around. The rule of natural law is that male and female reproduce after their kind, complementing one another rather than contradicting and confounding one another. Look at Genesis 1. And they were after their kind, after their kind, after their kind, after their kind. Living things reproduce. Simple. This is the biblical definition and description of divine ordained marriage. One genetic male and female that have a potential for reproducing after their own kind, male and female. This has been the traditional standard of human society throughout history since the beginning of time, without exception. Now, there have been and existed other opinions and beliefs that contradict the biblical standard in history. But they have been small and isolated, and they have never been the standard for human society, ever. If that became the norm, we would cease to exist in one generation. It's real simple. The fifth commandment commands to view one's father and mother with respect. Look at it again. The priority for the commandment is evident by natural law again. Natural law. We don't even need the scriptures. Natural law dictates it, as I've showed you already. The parents beget the children, not the reverse. Parents care for the children, not the children for the parents. The parents provide for the children, not the children for the parents. The parents instruct, guide, discipline, and pray for the children that one day they may be productive citizens for the glory of God, not the reverse. The parents are accountable to God for the children, not the children for the parents. Natural law, natural law, basic, simple, straightforward, objective truth. Every one of you shall revere his mother and father and keep my Sabbath. I am the Lord Yahweh your God. Leviticus 19.3 puts both commandments back to back, the two positives, Sabbath, honor father and mother. Now the priority of the command is not abusive, oppressive, or burdensome to the child or young person. They are entering covenant. And when we're talking about children, and yeah, we're not talking about two, three-year-olds. We're talking about children that come to knowledge. This is the edict, okay? Children know what they're doing. Young teens, young adults. This is what we're talking about. The adult male was the one entering covenant with God, and the woman and the child entered in the covenant through the headship of the father or the husband. You understand? This is Hebrew culture. The law was never taught to a woman in Hebrew culture. You understand that? It's only the males. The evidence of natural law is that a child responds to love, as you know, and affection to those who love and care for him. In fact, the word honor here is an imperative singular command, and it means Heavy, weighty, even glory. In fact, the word kabod, this word here is for honor, kabed, only one letter different, same, different form of the word is used for the glory of God. 
the, to honor parents. This is the idea. Reverential esteem and respectful veneration of valued treasure. Now, I understand the exception. There are some parents that are not. But even though you may have non-believing parents, if you're a Christian, you're to honor and respect them, praying for them. That doesn't mean you submit to them to their wishes. That doesn't mean you allow them to abuse you or misuse you. It means that you pray for them and you honor. You give them honor at the place that you can. You understand? Real simple. At times, honor is given to one but not the other. This was not to be in the commandment here. At other times, honor is given to one above the other. That is not to be either. Children will try to abuse the wife more than the husband. That's why the husband's there. Husbands, listen to me. You draw that line. Please don't disappoint him if he crosses the line. <laughs> now, I hope you understand I'm not advocating violence to your child. I'm talking about putting a good, 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 healthy fear in him. The Greek Septuagint, the Greek translation of the Hebrew writings, uses the word tamao in the Greek. For this text, to respect, to revere, to be courteous, to give fixed value to something in its use, and translating six Hebrew words in such sense as to honor God, the king, parents, elders, poor, loyal slaves, doctors, and the temple. In fact, Jesus used it for honor for father and mother in the Gospels. The Jews used it for honoring due to God and Jesus honoring the father in the Gospel of John. And Paul used it to honor widows who were widows indeed in 1 Timothy 5.3. And Peter uses it for the honor given to the governmental authorities in 1 Peter 2.17. And you know who was an authority when he said that? Nero. All right? So we respect and honor the government authorities until they tell us to do things contrary to the word. That's the only exception. You understand? God has put them there. But when they overstep their bounds to contradict the Bible, the Bible wins. There's no, there's no contest. Now, notice the priority of the command to honor is based on basic principles of submission and authority, which are absolutely necessary for production in any level. A home, a business, a relationship, anything. Authority and submission. Husbands and wives submit to each other in the fear of God, Ephesians 5.21. Wives submit to their husbands in everything biblical, only what's biblical, Ephesians 5.22. Husbands submit to their wives by loving them as Christ, Ephesians 5.25. Children submit to their parents by obeying them. That's right, Ephesians 6.1. Parents submit to their children by bringing them up in wisdom and knowledge and not provoking them to wrath, Ephesians 6.4. And then servants submit to their masters, making it contemporary for today, employees, 6.5. And then masters submit to their Lord or employers in Ephesians 6.9. Everybody submits. You play a different role. Sometimes you're in authority, sometimes you're in submission. Those two have to exist. If you remove those two pillars, you've got total confusion and anarchy. You understand? An article entitled, Circumcised Boys May Sue Parents. Under the law, the health law, update of Australia, volume one, number four, page one and two, February 23rd, 1996. Circumcision may violate baby boys' human rights, and circumcised boys may be able to sue doctors' parents and for their circumcision. Naville Turner, professor of law of Melbourne Menashe University and president of Oz Child, is calling for Australia's wide legislation banning circumcision. Quote, 
He says, doctors and nurses who perform circumcision on infants relying on the consent of parents are taking a grave risk, he warns. For it is ultimately declared to be a void consent, then it will be constituted an assault and they will be civilly and criminally liable. Professor Turner explains circumcision is contrary to the Article 24-3 of the National United Nations Convention of Rights of the Children, which maintain, quote, state parties shall take all effective and appropriate measures with a view to abolish traditional practices prejudicial to the health of children. The procedure is unnecessary, painful, dangerous, and barbarous, he says, Professor Turner says. He, how can people perform this on a little child who are screaming? I guarantee you he's for abortion. Where's the common sense? The lack of family love is self-evident, even the blatant declaration of war on the traditional family, not only in America, but the whole world. It's prophetic of Scripture. Listen to Paul, 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. But know this, that the last days perilous times will come. Men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, bolsters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving. The word unloving there means astorge. It means no family love. It's also found in Romans 131. Unforgiving, slanders, without self-control, brutal despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such people turn away. It's the LA Times. But the reality shows the individuals responsible for the shaping and molding of children are parents and educators. The parents of America have become indoctrinated and saturated with the religion of humanism and evolution, which are both contradicting to the evidence all around us. Man creating the image of God has a capacity for good, but is not good by nature, but selfish, self-centered. And if pressed, he looks out for number one. You know that, because you live with you. You're a perfect specimen of this, as well as myself. Evolution is the invention of man wanting to do away with God, contradicting the laws of science that are so basic that they profess to believe, because the option is God, and it's not a viable option for them. Anything but God. Parents, for the most part, have abdicated their parental position the last 30 years, and now the state is telling them that they are not an authority of their children. The indoctrination of public schools and universities is an intolerable opposition to the objective ethics, the objective morality, and the faith in God. They are more interested in the feelings of our youth and the polluting of our youth by the immoral, progressive philosophy of relativism based on situational ethics and value clarifications. And they're dumbing down America. We go and do high school outreaches. One of the high schools in Pasadena, high school, the reading level is third grade. They bring new books in that are not as difficult. The dummy down of America. People cannot think, they can't read. They undermine and usurp the authority of parents by handing out condoms rather than teaching students that sex is sacred and privileged for marriage. God forbid they may believe and obey it. They remove a young girl from high school, get her an abortion for her without parental notification or permission by law. They can and do report you to children's services at any time they determine you are an unfit parent. It's a new school of professionalism. 
from doctors to firemen to techs to educators to anybody. Like Gestapo SS. Simple. This is beautifully illustrated in the words of Jesus. Nothing new under the sun. This was happening in Jesus' day. Listen to him. Jesus, in Matthew 15, 1 through 9, then the scribes of Pharisees who were from Jerusalem came to Jesus, saying, Why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands as before they eat bread. And he answered them and said, Why do you also transgress the commandments of God? Because of your traditions. For God commanded, saying, Honor your father and your mother, and he who curses father and mother, let him be put to death. But you say, whoever says to his father and mother, whatever profit you might have received from me is a gift of God. Sorry, mom, I would have helped you, but you know, I give it to the church. Loopholes, rabbis, advanced lawyers, okay? Then he need not honor his father and mother. Thus you have made the commandments of God of no effect by your tradition, hypocrites, actors, well, did Isaiah prophesy about you, saying, These people draw near with their mouth, to me with their mouth, and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching the doctrines of, of the commandments of men. This is what's going on, secular and in the church. Okay? Much of the church is going along. The World, Worldwide Council of Churches, they're liberal. This whole ecumenicalism is going along with, with governmental policies. You understand? You know, Hitler came in through the church. In Germany, don't you? The way sons and daughters dishonor and honor their father and mother in many ways. Let me give you some. By their inner attitude, first of all. Their thoughts about their parents, be they evil or good. There's a choice. How they view their parents, persons to be respected or not respected. Why they allow those thoughts to captivate them is either because they think they know better than their parents, believing the indoctrination of schools and the media, or believing God's word and then respecting and honoring their parents, one of the two. But also by the outward actions, how they speak to their parents and about their parents, defiantly having no respect, or the opposite, having respect. Some sons and daughters speak to their parents with profane words, dishonoring their position and authority, or humbly submitting to authority, one of the two. Some um, tell their parents, it's none of your business. I love my kids. I'd die for my kids. But I would never let my kids disrespect me or my wife. How many children run the home? Your children run the home? That's your home. You're the head, man. The biblical worldview that honors parents is very, very clear. By recognizing that they are of great value to my life and not to ruin my life as a child or a young adult. They're a gift to me by God. By recognizing that what they do and say is because they love me and they want to protect me. Recognizing my responsibility to obey them in all things, all things that are biblical, Colossians 3.20. By recognizing the time to care for them when they get older, that will come. David did that for his parents when he went to Moab in 1 Samuel 22. By recognizing that the preparation to obey is based on God's gift of godly parents. And that includes non-Christians. So my obedience to the parent is going to determine my obedience to authority in society, right? It's a carryover value. 
Paul says, children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing to the Lord. All that is biblical, not abusive, not contrary to Scripture. Colossians 3.20. It's real simple. Pastor Xavier Reese, providing many reasons the wisdom of the world would have for not obeying the fifth commandment, while offering the many safeguards to those who do on today's Simple Truths. And there's much more of this message to come next time, but if your schedule won't permit you to tune in, as always, you can pick up a copy. And the title you want to ask for is simply The Scriptural View of Parents. It's available on CD for only $4. And this might be a study you'd like to pass on to someone in your church or Bible study when you're through. Now, once again, the title to ask for is The Scriptural View of Parents. Or simply mention today's date. You can request your copy by writing... Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. Or to make a request by phone, call 800-926-1485. Again, that's 800-926-1485. Or the address once again is Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. And thanks for mentioning the call letters of this station when you get in touch. This helps us track the effectiveness of this ministry in your area. And then join us for more Simple Truths next time with Pastor Xavier Reese. Simple Truths with Pastor Xavier Reese, a daily half-hour broadcast, is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California www.calvarychapelpasadena.com